1: what's up everybody welcome to kind of funny games daily for tuesday october 5th 2021 i'm one of your hosts greg miller alongside gamespot.com's demolition man tamor hussein hello tam
2: i that is an amazing nickname and i love it
1: i thought you hello said, like, i thought about doing the pun you know yeah, uh, yeah. demolition tam but then, it's, mm, then mm. it's too much tam too much tamor it's just it I, didn't work that way
2: I appreciate it. I'm enjoying that. I've been given two nicknames so far in the okay. kind of funny universe of Demolition Man, which is real good. And the other uh-huh. one is Fox, which I really like as well. Ooh, that is so scary. these are these are two good. I am finally I feel I feel like I finally got my nicknames and it feels good.
1: Well, I'm, I'm excited that. to finally host a show with you on Games <laughs> Daily since we announced you as an official part timer. How are you, sir?
2: I'm good, you know, uh, life is hectic right now, busy, busy, um, yeah. but uh, I, I'm always uh, ready, willing, and happy to take some time out to chat games with you fine folks, and I'm glad that we finally
1: get to do one together. Of course, yeah, of course, yeah, you, what, you got a lot, what is going on in your life? You're playing some video games, of course. I'm playing some talk- video
2: games, reviewing some things, um, I'm kind of like dealing with moving around a bit, yeah. um, so that has been an ongoing drama in my life, um, which hopefully will coming to a close soon um streaming on twitch every now and then uh, i say every now and then it's like three times a week at this point look at you um, you're a dedicated twitch streamer you're I'm just a new ninja yeah, here I, I am the new i'm coming for ninja's neck
1: Sure. somebody has to but he's
2: not gonna see it coming like a real ninja i don't announce myself of like a new year's eve ball or some nonsense like that remember when he flossed and nobody knew what it was man is an embarrassment
1: to the name of the shinobi <laughs> exactly that's exactly what it is he's the embarrassment mm-hmm. tam There's no time to lose. Do you understand Mm -hmm. this, ladies and gentlemen? Do you understand what has happened today? It has finally happened. Sora is in Smash, Rick Grimes might be coming to Fortnite, and there are achievements on the Epic Games Store. We'll talk about all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. On patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can write in with your questions, your comments, your concerns, your own squad up requests. On patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free along with that exclusive post show we only do on patreon.com slash kind of funny games and you can get a bevy of benefits like watching live as we record things like the games cast p.s i love you the x cast and of course then there's that next gen podcast you can only get on patreon but we totally understand if you have no bucks to toss our way it's no big deal you can get each and every episode of kind of funny games daily free you can get it live as we record it on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games just like liquid zero is overly jammy is in frog night joshy gr of course if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you have a special job go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe porty was playing a dangerous game there moving his head as i was getting ready for the game <laughs> um, can't bog can't i uh, remember of course uh, there's a new way to support kind of funny if you use the epic game store if you buy those Fortnite v bucks if you buy things in rocket league and no matter the platform you can use our epic creator code kind of funny all one word you get the things you want we get a few bucks tossed our way and everybody wins Except I guess Steam, they lose. But what does not matter? Uh, Housekeeping for you. Uh, This week, you're getting another episode of the Blessing Show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, That's right, Blessing and Roger's monthly show where Blessing breaks down a hot topic for you in video games. is coming up this Thursday on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames at 8 a.m. Pacific time. It will be a YouTube premiere, meaning you can watch live as it goes live. Chat it up with Blessing there. Uh, He won't tell you what it's about, but he keeps saying this month's episode is loopy as hell. loopy. So that's clearly about fruit loops uh, mm-hmm. on top of that. If that wasn't enough for you, the first episode of the Arkham files, a kind of funny games mini series where Barrett looks back at what makes each of the Batman Arkham games. So special premieres next Monday, October 11th on youtube.com slash kind of funny games at 2 30 PM Pacific time. You can join Barrett in the live chat as well and talk to him about why Arkham asylum is still a masterclass in video game design. Tam, do you agree with that masterclass? Arkham oh, asylum? 100%. I agree. Okay. I know you don't like Batman, so that's something I wanted to bring up. Make
2: sure. not sure about that. Yeah, I don't like Batman in the same way that you don't like Superman.
1: Fair enough. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Brinkski and Blackjack. Uh, today we're brought to you by DoorDash, Honey, and American Giant. but We'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> <for some> <sighs> I
3: <got six laughs>
1: oh, I already told you at the top of the show, Tame, what it was gonna be. Mm-hmm it's finally happened kingdom hearts has come to smash brothers sora is in smash of course ladies and gentlemen you could go to youtube.com slash kind of funny games right now watch our live reaction to it watch blessing at AOEA jr and of course tim motherfucking gettys freak out about it but it's smash i was here yesterday i crashed a show for ghostbusters if we're talking smash i have to welcome to the stage he's forbes 30 under 30 a.k.a The second best baby blues in san francisco aka the verified one at tim gettys hello tim
4: what's up everybody what a day i'm like still shaking guys like there's just an energy pulsing through me y'all know me i don't do well with mornings my plan was very very much wake up do this thing go take a nap until i had to get up again that didn't happen that
1: couldn't happen sora what sora (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we will start at IGN.com for the recap before we get the full rundown. And don't worry, Tam, we're going to GameSpot after that right away. Wow, thanks. Sora is in Smash. I'm reading from Joe Scrabbles at IGN. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate's last ever DLC character will be Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Announced by series creator Zachari, uh in the final presentation, a new trailer uh, referenced the original Smash Brothers Ultimate reveal. It showed Mario throwing a fireball that opened a portal, bringing Sora into the world of Smash Brothers. Sora will be added to the game on October 18th. It will cost five ninety nine usd as a standalone and as part of the fighters pass volume two uh sakurai sakurai says sora's controls are relatively straightforward but he will remain uh, distinct or remain distinct from other characters he's built for airborne combat but his weakness in weight is, is his weakness is weight here's where we'll stop right now why am i already tripped up on this i will up until today tim you mm-hmm. would have said, "Oh man, Sora from Kingdom Hearts," and I would have been like, "Yeah, I don't know. I think I know what she looks like." And then it turned out it was this guy, this guy with the key is Sora, huh? Mm-hmm. huh. Fuck, I mm-hmm. thought it's it was somebody else. Involved, I thought yeah. that was Cloud. I thought that was Cloud. I right he was when all... he came through, right? <laughs> really? <like, "A> Cloud, <laughs> <laughs> I Cloud I mean, again. He's cool. In games. He's a Find some game.
4: joy in your lives, boy. God, he's damn, not for airborne
1: me. combat, but his weakness is <laughs> weight. He weighs less than Young Link or Isabelle, meaning you'll want to avoid hits, as you'd expect. His basic attacks utilize the Keyblade, and several attacks are designed Designed to hit enemies into the air, allowing you to begin air combos. Sora can also use some of Kingdom Hearts' magic. Uh, some uh, are used for damage, while others are used as cosmetic-only taunts. The aim is for Sora to control as. Uh, much as possible as he did in the original Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I left in the IGN uh, thing from their article. Have you played Superman? <laughs> Super- <laughs> That's a weird thing to put in your article, Joe Scott. Oh, that was a video. Uh, Sora's base design is modeled in the original Kingdom Hearts game, but his other costumes reference other games in the Kingdom Hearts series. He will include English and Japanese voiceover options. The DLC also adds nine Kingdom Hearts songs to the huge soundtrack. And for those who played Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, uh, your save data will grant you one extra song. Sora also gets a new stage based around Hollow Bastion. The castle Maleficent inhabits towards the end of the original Kingdom Hearts. A fairly simple one platform stage, low time or stock sees it also transform into a location set inside the void like dive to the heart realm uh, featuring stained glass window designs showing characters from Square Enix series uh, from the Square Enix series. Uh, that's not all. Over at GameSpot, our friend Eddie who talked about the Me Fighter costumes that were revealed. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is adding more Me Fighter costumes, including uh, new ones based on Doom Slayer from Id Software's shooter series uh, and Judd and octolink from Splatoon. These Me Fighter costumes will be available on October 18th for 75 cents each. Uh, this will be the 11th round of Me Fighter costumes released in the game over the years. Tim, I talked at length there. I watched you. I was in bed today. Jen wanted to go out for breakfast early so I woke up I was there looking at you guys and I saw you freak out I saw your reaction did you have hope that this is what it would be that it would be Sora or were you setting yourself up for it to be like Kevin predicted Masterhand
4: I mean I definitely didn't expect Masterhand I would have actually been really excited about that as well I thought that that would have been a a fun fitting end um I I did not expect this at all um there's just too many things in the way, too many licenses it's It's Square and Disney, which both infamously difficult to work with. you add them together that's going to be a big problem right and there's just a lot of other factors that that come into the decision making of Smash characters and like the the any type of past like um like patterns that we've seen of how Sakurai decides who gets in what game and whatever and especially knowing that this last round has been more influenced by nintendo making the decisions as opposed to them coming straight from from his mind um i thought this was fairly unlikely so yeah. yes seeing that uh the keyblade i i, I lost my shit like i can't believe this is real i think it is such an amazing fitting end to uh, this insane saga that is super smash brothers ultimate like you guys know smash brothers the franchise is my favorite franchise of all time and uh so much of that is dating back to the original and especially melee which was just such a celebration of nintendo history and having the the trophies in in melee uh like really kind of educated me on a lot of older games that i i had never grown up playing so it's like then over time i'd go and play them and now i'm a huge fan of things like fire emblem uh, Mm -hmm. that i would have never heard of and so many people in america would have never heard of if it weren't for melee introducing us to Martha and roy and to have that can kind of continue and then in, in 2006 when they had the brawl trailer at e3 and it ended with snake that busted the doors open of like oh sure. shit! it's not just Nintendo history it's video game history and then when Sonic was finally uh, revealed after being a joke April Fool's Day uh joke in in EGM so many years prior in Melee for it to be real I was like wow this, anything is possible but there was only those two third-party characters and then when it got to Wii U and they were just like and Mega Man and Cloud and Ryu and it's just started and Pac-Man like it just started getting crazy To the point that we get to ultimate and it it felt like there were no rules anymore like there was no nothing that couldn't happen and then it just kept going and going and going and for it to to now end with sora it's like yeah they're gonna pull it off and the the thing that's special about this is take it or leave it your thoughts of the kingdom hearts franchise or all that the what makes smash special and on top of just being a fantastic video game is the level of care that Sakurai and the team put into every single decision. It's not just a character that's in the game. It's the music, it's the stage. It's the way they, they animate and move the way they play differently than other characters. Even if they're all sword characters, they play differently because they play like they should from their games with just the slight things, but they all fit within that smash brothers mold. But then on top of that, just getting all the references with the spirits and with the, uh, just everything. This game is the craziest crossover of all time and i love that in this presentation Sakurai just straight up flexed and was just dropping all the stats of like there's over 1100 songs in this game from across 440 different video games that is like the most like people talk about the most ambitious crossover all of all time this will never be outdone ever this is absolutely insane i think sora is one of the most exciting ends to to this saga and i i can't believe it's real
1: damn did this mm. do anything for you Sora?
2: Uh I I love Kingdom Hearts. Um I the third game was a, a kind of like an interesting one. It felt like a closure for me in that franchise. I think also Kingdom Hearts has gone in some wild directions um that I can't get on board with, but <laughs> as far as far as uh so there was a time at the start of the, you know when Smash was coming out where the phrase everyone is here was being used. Yeah. And I feel like they ended it and they can fully kind of like look at that phrase and say it proudly. Everyone is here. Like anyone who's anyone is here. Like the stuff that you you would have expected gaming heritage wise. Like it's wild how much of a a kind of like time capsule or not even time capsule or how much like of this game represents the entire video game industry past and present mm. like you could you could you could preserve this game and like send it off to an alien planet and it will be like a fantastic representation of video games on Earth. um i i didn't think they would pull this off um a shout out to the incessant borderline annoying kingdom hearts fans out there that were constantly just like spamming sora in smash when you did it and i'm very very happy that it happened and now everyone can enjoy it and finally sakurai can rest
4: he may rest he may now rest. here's
1: the thing you keep talking about rest you keep talking about closure this is the end of it obviously the last P- last dlc character we knew there's a bit of question floating on the internet that i want your guys's opinion on tim i'm gonna start with you uh pixelated soul in the live chat on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games asks it this is the last smash game right how can anything top this will there other- ever be another smash brothers tim
4: There has to be another smash brothers the franchise just does too well uh for there not to be but what i hope it is is completely radically different than what we've had before um smash ultimate they've done it it is the ultimate smash game like literally this core this cast like the e3 trailer of the everyone is here moment like I watch that every once in a while and I am still just blown away by it. Like the pacing, one day I want to do a a video essay breakdown of just that trailer because the way that it's paced in terms of the order of characters of how they reveal them tells such a story. Like again, Sakurai fucking cares so much about all the details of this stuff. And I don't I when we saw Cloud come back in that, not just his DLC on the Wii U version, but back in Ultimate, that's the moment that clicked for me of like. Holy shit, everyone Mm. is here, and like they are making this the definitive Smash game with every playable character ever. That is never going to happen again, Mm. ever Mm. again. There's no way you'll be able to get all these licenses. So I hope that Smash Ultimate is able to exist for the rest of time uh on different consoles I hope that it keeps continuing to get ported forward I I hope that we get a a physical complete edition that is one cartridge with all these characters because I don't want it stuck digitally DLC that at any moment who the hell knows what could happen like this needs to be preserved like this is video game history like itself um so I'm obviously very attached to this but um I I would hope that we see a smash in the future that I mean whatever Sakurai does I'm I'm going to be there day one uh i think that it is it's finally time for him to to take a step aside but i'd love for them to kind of do what they did with like uh with either street fighter 3 or street fighter 4 even and like kind of go back let's strip it down a bit do something a little bit different like i'd love to see smaller roster completely new move sets like go for it
1: tim yeah i was gonna yeah. say tam what are you weighing is that where you think this is going to
2: i think i i think should be to keep porting that game forwards as a version of like, oh, Smash will always be available but I also think that they could potentially, there's a universe in which they're on the cusp of something that is close to another game that we now know and, and are consumed by which is Fortnite like the only parallel to, to Smash that exists is Fortnite, it's, Smash is gaming Fortnite where any Rick Grimes is showing up or whatever, they could go forward and be like Yes, there's a new Smash, and we're gonna have we're going all in, and we're licensing characters from anywhere. And Nintendo does that by like the reason Epic can do that is because they show up and they show these license holders. This is the power of Fortnite, and the only other game that can do that is is in in a similar way is Smash. Nintendo shows up and says, "This is the power of Smash." Now give us Goku, and that is what happens. Like we start going forward, and they start creating like the next step up is not just like everyone's in here here from gaming it's everyone is here from everywhere and instead of doing like we've got a we've got an authentic representation of sora it's like we have created a new version of goku for for our smash game we have got deku from my hero academia we've got whoever from these various properties that they can now selectively pick and they create their own like universe all media encompassing smash title
1: tim do you think that would actually happen because of course like you know you you say the gaming Fortnite, which is a funny way but i understand you're talking about in terms of like all Mm. entertainment properties are coming to Fortnite, right but of course Fortnite's able to get away with so much more because it is just running and shooting right it's not this character has to feel like sora from kingdom hearts they just have to look like it for the most part tim do you could you see smash pivoting that way and trying to get a wide is that that is that the solution you think I can't ever imagine them doing that, but guess
4: what? I could never imagine Sora, Sephiroth and cloud being in super smash brothers. And here we are. So like, I don't know, but I, what I do know is I don't think that if, if Sakurai is not involved, I don't think that the, it'll be given the same type of love and care. And I think that, that that's not necessarily the worst thing ever. Other people will make a very compelling game. I'm sure, especially with the Tams pitch. Like that's awesome. I just want the smash brothers gameplay to exist. It baffles me that, I mean, on today, maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. But it baffles me that nobody has been able to match that gameplay in a similar style game. There's been
1: oh, ten... Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl today. I'm sorry. I was watching Bless play it last night. It looks exactly Rest in same. peace,
4: PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Don't bring yeah. it
1: up. It's a sore subject.
4: All right? But that's that's my thing, though. It's like there's been probably 10 attempts at it. There was a Ninja Turtle 1, an Animusha 1 over the years. I've played all of them. And some of them are fun but none of them uh, just nail it and smash just nails it so if they can take that and apply it to other ips i think that'd be really damn cool i just i think what we have with this iteration of smash like every ounce of care was put into it in a way that i wish everything was made but that's just not how the world works
1: sure that's fair enough and so then you know I, for me, like, you know, is this the last Smash Brothers game? And again, I'm just an outsider, you know, industry pundit, whatever you want to call me, commentator. Like, of course not. There will be another Smash Brothers. But the answer, the question then morphs to what you're talking about, Tim, of like, well, what does another one look like? When you have the ultimate version, yeah, then it's like, well, we have this brand, we have this IP. We can't just let it sit there forever. And I do think that at this point in in the Switch's life cycle, right, whenever we get Switch 2, Switch Pro, whatever the next step is, they can easily put out Smash Ultimate Definitive Edition like you're talking about. That is one cartridge that has everything and then just is the reap thing and whatever the new benefits of the new Switch are, or the new Nintendo platform are, they get to do it. So you're covered for another generation, I think, going forward. And then beyond that, yeah, it is that question of, cool, if you're going to make another one and call it smash brothers. How do you make it clear that like what you're talking about, Timmy it isn't the smash, you know, before and how do you do it? Of Like we've made a smaller roster on purpose because of, and like, what do how do you message that to the audience, especially the, not the fighting game community and i'm speaking a bit out of turn as somebody who's never really been connected with that because i think they would get it if you were talking about why this is a different smash and what this is but more the audience right for you talk about bang for your buck if somebody's gonna look at that and be like well this is less than i got when i played this in college let alone the thing i just picked up on switch that is you know every character under the sun yeah um tim my final question before i let you go back to your day-to-day here comes from just tom on Patreon.com slash kind of funny games who writes in and says, Why does Sakurai hate Wario's pervert brother so much? Or why have they uh, looked over a Nintendo character who has been in every other Mario sports game? Why, why no? Why Luigi Tim? Why not let the poor man in there? Let him walk. you know what I mean? Let him do his thing. I mean,
4: he's in the game as an assist trophy, so <laughs> that shit, he's right. there. We're insulting
1: um, him in the game, and
4: I mean, as far as I no i can think of in my mind right now it's like the one of the few rules that now that we now that we know all the characters we can look back and see what patterns what rules actually existed and i'm pretty sure that at least for a new iteration of the game if you were an assist trophy you couldn't no character became a playable character after being an assist trophy in that iteration of the game there were characters that were assist trophies in the previous game but then became playable but then they weren't assist trophies anymore so so there's there's that uh and also i mean waluigi it's a meme more than anything i i would have enjoyed him being in the game i would have thought that was funny i i much prefer sora being in it and i feel like there's a long list of characters i would have preferred over waluigi uh being in but like i now that it's all said and done like there's still things that I'm like, uh, easy wins. Like, I feel like, especially introducing the Echo characters, they made a lot of great choices. Like, they put a lot of cool things in there. But like, why is Miss Pac-Man not an alt for Pac-Man? Why is Waluigi not an alt for Luigi? Like, there's just so many easy things they could have done that they didn't. And, you know, there's probably a multitude of reasons for that. But um, that's... At some point, I'm just like, I can't ask for more. <laughs> like, I, like I, are you fucking I, kidding? Man, I feel like
2: they, they've got, like, what not having Waluigi in it means they've got one megaton surprise left in their back pocket. Like, six months from now, they just go, You thought we were done with Smash, but we heard, and here he is. Wow. And Waluigi <laughs> is out today. And everyone goes <laughs> absolutely mental. Like, the Smash Brothers, newly announced Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, Complete Edition comes out and everyone buys it and the 4k switch is like everyone
1: you know everyone buys that as well
2: save you save okay. Lord, waluigi for the for the big big
1: moment <laughs> he's yes he deserves give him the yeah. the praise that he deserves give him the respect <laughs> he deserves well uh, tim congratulations on sora finally making it to smash i know you'll you. have more spirits to get to i assume is Dude, that this
4: is you? it this is the final road I'll, I'll never have more spirits to get again i can't believe it <laughs> it's sad right that's yeah sad. man it's uh, honestly like this this whole thing has been way more emotional than i expected it to be like it and it's just it's nuts man like that my the majority of my life has been dedicated to this franchise and in so many ways and like for this to to, i truly believe this is the end like i believe this is the end of sakurai's vision of smash brothers like that is insane absolutely insane i post a picture of me and him on on twitter i was so excited to see him at e3 he was uh, at the um the 3ds booth Playing his own game, <laughs> was playing, uh, uh, uprising, and I just thought it was like so fucking cool. And like, I was freaking out. I was like, Fredo, you gotta come with me. I'm gonna ask him to take a picture, and that did not go well with the language barrier. And it really felt like he had never been asked to take a picture before. Uh, nobody knows, like, nobody knows who I like. He was, he was, anything. he was excited that I was excited, and like, it's just so funny. Also, look at me, so small, but uh, anyway, focus I just, is off too. I know, I know, it was a quick thing, but anyway, is that you? Yeah, that's me.
3: <laughs> Holy
2: shit. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Man, you aged like a fine one. Yeah, I aged game.
4: like something. But anyways, yeah. I don't know. This franchise is and always will be very special to me. I, I thank honestly everybody that has been along with me for this journey through the Grinch theory, through everything. The all the other reveals, hype or otherwise. But anyways, I can't wait. October eighteenth.
1: October eighteenth, right around the corner. Thank you, Timothy Gettys, for coming on. Please go back to whatever it is you do while we do this show, right? I'll see you for Gamespot. All, right. All right, bye, uh, Kevin. Back to our two, and then speaking of a number two shot, here comes a number two story: is Rick Grimes coming to Fortnite? We go to Mark Delaney over at Gamespot, uh, Kevin. I put a link in here for you to show off, and of course, I wanted to put this at number two, Kevin, to wash that Smash Brothers Sora taste out of your mouth. Let's talk some Fortnite, big Kev dog. Are you excited? Fortnite's dead to me. I'm over it. <laughs> It's New World all day.
3: It's not true. I'm sorry. What? Fortnite <laughs> is dead to you? Just the last two weeks. Just the Stuck last two weeks. on that, Jim Sweeney. I, I, I am definitely interested to, to turn it back on and see if I can get this guy. I don't care about Rick Grimes or Frankenstein. Sure. You know what I mean? It's pretty I, cool.
1: I mean, I'm... Yes. I, I'm i going to need a minute here. Like I knew you were all about this is oh yeah we have
3: we haven't played Fortnite in, in like two weeks i
1: knew you were all in on new world don't get me wrong i see the squad ups i saw you last night out there trying to get mm-hmm. out there and chop some trees lauren wilson didn't have power i saw all of that i understood so that so sad but i didn't realize that you had then not only cheated on Fortnite, now completely left them you dug the grave and put the body in there is what you're telling me it's over uh
3: i mean yeah pretty much just for, I mean, for the time being we'll see where things net out well, it is, is. Of
2: course, it's very public as well. This is like the equivalent of Kevin joining. I mean, what Ashley am I gonna like to, hide this?
3: Everyone life. knows, you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, they I mean were talking like, about it. But it's
1: that thing where it's like, all right, cool. I'm playing. The best uh, friends are down there.
3: They're watching us play, uh, f- uh a New World over anything else. Like, yeah, they hear know, the calls the for Fortnite disappearing. They but knew. The,
1: they know, but this is how. Th- there's a difference between what you're saying right now. Right now, I'm playing Far Cry Six, right, and after that, I'm going to be playing Back for Blood. And guess what? That means I'm not playing Avengers right now. But I would never say Avengers is dead to me, as you just declared. Fortnite is dead to you because of the new world. Yeah, but I'm a realist. Yeah. You know what I mean? I this is outrageous. What you are <laughs> saying right now is outrageous because you are com- going to come crawling back to Fortnite at some point. No, no, I mean that's yeah, the thing. I
3: haven't canceled my crew net and uh, my crew. So that okay. that is, I think, the biggest indicator that i because i mean you know more than any like i'm a cheap man i don't like spending my money anywhere so the fact that i'm still
1: what was that you only know the dollar menu at mcdonald's
3: that's true that's true i i you know i have no idea what the milkshake there tastes like (laughs) uh uh no so i mean like i will find my way back but like for now my mind is only thinking new world
2: Cut to tomorrow when Kevin is streaming Fortnite. <laughs> well,
1: let's, I'm going to read this to you. You can keep it in your back pocket. Remember, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Fortnite Nightmares is back this year. It's bigger than ever, they say. there's a new, there's uh, uh, Official release reads with new updates. Every day in October this month is jam-packed for a spooky season in Fortnite. Uh, however, we're talking about Rick Grimes. We're reading from GameSpot.com, where Mark Delaney writes, Epic Games is kicking off the Fortnite Halloween event with teases of new crossover characters, and among them appears to be Rick Grimes from AMC's The Walking Dead. The developer publisher hasn't confirmed the arrival of the beloved Sheriff, but an in-game tease includes a nod to his iconic hat while fort nightmares kicks off today with universal's official frankenstein monster crossover it's the image below that has players expecting this one kevin showing you expecting rick to show up in game sometime later this month his unmistakable sheriff's hat is shown alongside teases for other tease characters such as a new ghoul trooper uh, this tease follows a leak earlier this year that suggested epic has been working on a new walking dead collaboration with amc though we didn't know uh then which character it may be if anyone given that good guys daryl and michonne came to the game last year the most likely candidates would be rick and his nemesis negan and now it looks like rick has all but been confirmed uh beyond that even they have of course uh, confirmed that the mummy will be part of this uh Fortnite action and then you can discover new and returning halloween outfits uh through flip cards on the official Fortnite channels these cards will reveal the legendary monsters making their way or finding their way back to the island but here we are I didn't really. I thought, you know, I like to throw Kevin these, these bones, Tim. Mm. I say, here you go. And I, I got to start looking you for new world to. stuff every day.
2: I think people are going to be real upset when that turns out to be Woody from Toy Story. It's going to be hilarious. <laughs> I think they'd
1: be stoked about that, actually. That <laughs> Tim, has Fortnite ever done it for you?
2: uh so i had a i had an unfortunate experience with fortnite in that i i had to lead coverage of fortnite for a really long time uh, which sure. as you know is is there was a period where if you weren't covering fortnite you basically were like uh, killing your website sure. so i had to i basically every three days a week i would be covering fortnite and it meant that i developed a dislike of Fortnite. Like fortnite. <laughs> yeah um it was the only thing i was like focused in on but i i respect fortnite massively i think it's like an incredible platform that has been created oh, yeah. um i wish i was better about playing it i wish i could enjoy it um in a way that you know others do uh, i'm bad at the building stuff i just don't care about it you don't uh, have I know to build. you can you can i know you can get by but like you we'll never build we'll i'm never i've build. yeah i i've got enough uh, i've got enough uh, issues with uh, focusing on uh t- tactics and shooting without having these kids build a fortress in 3 seconds flat and suddenly I'm ostracized once again in an online gaming space and uh I hate it. So uh but I do I do respect it as a platform massively and as as a moment within I think it goes down as one of the most important video games in history for sure. Um which is wild. But uh I don't know if they they got a rick coming but if they put rick o'connell from the mummy in it i would buy it and be on board day one
1: it's only a matter of time it's only a matter of time before every ip you ever cared about is in that game i'm surprised they haven't done demolition man yet
2: oh that would be another one like if they put any demolition man in there oh my god
1: donald mustard if you're out there listening demolition man for the demolition for me yeah Yeah, exactly get it yeah do them Uh, If that wasn't enough Epic news, uh, let's move over to number three. Epic Game Store is adding achievements. This is Austin Goslin over at Polygon. The Epic Game Store is finally getting a unified achievement system. The system is called Epic Achievements, and it will be added to a few games starting next week, Epic announced on Monday. Epic Achievements will be available first for Rocket League, Hades, Pillars of Eternity, Humankind, Zombie Army 4, Defense Grid, and a few more titles that Epic hasn't announced yet. Other developers will get access to the tool soon, which means that even more games should be getting there official epic achievements before the end of the year the details details page of each game with epic achievements will display all achievements as well as progress towards unlocking them the achievements will also give xp that will level up epic accounts letting players show off their feats to their friends the rare and more difficult the, the achievement the more experience it will give here's a list of the achievement tiers and how much xp they can grant bronze gets you between 4 and f- i'm sorry bronze gets you between 5 and 45 xp silver between 50 and 95 gold between 100 and 200 and a platinum is 250 xp uh, this isn't the first time that games on the epic games store have had achievements but it is the first time those achievements will be part of a unified system that will be tracked outside of each individual game thankfully all the developer achievements which were exclusive to specific games before will still be available in any game they were part of in fact according to epic if a game previously had developer achievements and switches over to the new epic achievements all progress will carry over right away and you'll get the xp you already earned tam i look at people wasting their lives chasing achievements on xbox all the time and i'm like you poor bastard are you going to be one of these people changing them on epic games or do you have better things to do
2: no i I will not be doing that on epic games like this is going to sound a bit unfair but there's something about achievements on pc that just make them they they get filed in the uh the the the, uh, worthless uh draw in my in my mind like i do not care about achievements on a pc specifically there's something so disposable and like flimsy about them sure. i don't know maybe it's because like i started off on on like consoles achievements being big on consoles like i was into xbox uh, achievements for a really long time um and then i kind of fell out of favor at that they started like giving them away like oprah just like you can have achievements and you can have achievements sure. and they started to lose their value so now i'm i'm like i'm more committed to playstation trophies but i'm not
1: that means way more than any kind of achievement system ever created yeah of course
2: uh yep uh whatever he said about that um for me i'm just like if there's a game i like i'll get the platinum in it otherwise it's also worthless to me i'm just like i don't care like i use it as a way to be like um like hey this is something that i really care about or check me out i'm a a hardcore epic gamer so like i've got maybe (laughs) i've got maybe three platinums or four platinums and they are like Securo, bloodborne and mass effect one two and coming up on mass effect three and that's it um so like i use them i use the the trophies platinum trophies in in playstation world to define to be as a representation of my taste and i don't i don't I think, think i you- can do that anymore on oh your taste is just literally everything
1: what no i mean i i you know if I have a platinum, it means it's a really tough game, and I, you know, went out of my way to get that very tough platinum to make a point or something, you know.
2: I uh, sure uh, on I, on on like Xbox, I did a similar thing, but then Xbox started like I was playing games and it was just chucking achievements to the point where it became a really bad representation of who I am. It was like uh, you played Doritos Crash Course for one drunk, not drunken, one like a debaucherous night with some friends, and now you've got all the trophies, and I'm like, no, that's not who I am. I'm I'm more than three. Just let it be you. Just let
1: it be you. Let it wash over you. Is there anything better? I'm looking at psnprofiles.com slash game right now. And look at that. You got Mm -hmm. you got Tom, you got Ghost of Tsushima. Then you got Legends of Talia Arcadia, which I platinum (laughs) in 31 (laughs) seconds. Like, come on. That's who I am, everybody. I will waste 31 seconds of my time to get a platinum and see that number go up. That's how you get to yeah. 157.
2: I, you know, Honestly, I respect it. I respect that you're willing to put that much time and effort into it. You're willing to go high, and you're willing to go low, and that's impressive.
1: Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. The times I could have played other games, I could have talked to my wife, I could have called my mom. No, you look down. St. Patrick's Day, break, head-to-head. That took me 25 minutes and 47 seconds to get that platinum.
2: The problem I have with this is, like, uh, if I commit to it, I want to be number one, and if I can't be number one, which is impossible, I'm not going to commit to it. It's, it's pointless. Mm. Like, there's no way I'm being the number one trophy person in, in, in all of PlayStation dom
1: Sure. That's that is, yeah. And so I'm like, number 2209 in the country, which I think is pretty good. You that's pretty saying? good. Yeah. That is yeah, pretty yeah. good. Because I'm not, I, that's not what I'm here for the personal achievement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like I really, let me just do a random scroll, find one here. Like, the three versions of Syrup and the Ultimate Sweet Platinum Trophy I have. <laughs> it just defines me as a person, right? The two North American ones, and then the well, one. What was that year.
2: game called? Say again.
1: Syrup in the Ultimate Suite. You probably remember. There's not a point, lot of Game of the Year lists. At a some game point, at
2: some point in kind of funny in the kind of funny timeline, Greg, you're gonna purchase a game studio that is gonna be creating shite games specifically so you can unlock uh trophies. You can say trophies. that,
1: but think about it this way too. Like, look, you can see my them all piled together and how I get better at it, right? So the first platinum took me 36 minutes. The second one took me 10 minutes, and the next one took me five minutes. <laughs> so you can see me getting better as I go. And for the record, you know what I mean. I, 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 there's very few things I like to pat myself on the back about getting, but I remember distinctly. I think it was the infamous two press tour. I was oh. up in uh, Bellevue, Washington, and me and Nate Fox went out for drinks afterward or wherever. Maybe it was like yeah you know, after the the demos or whatever. And we were shooting the shit about PlayStation and we were shooting the shit about trophies. And I told him I was like, "There's an opportunity there." for someone just to make easy trophies and put them in their game. And and he's like, you think, this is years, obviously, before this really became a thing like it is. He's like, you think people would buy not great game?" And I'm like, 100%. And I would. He's like, no, they wouldn't. And here we are. Steer now, the now, theater,
2: you know, you know how I see you when you talk about getting crap uh, uh, games to like trophies. You remember that episode of Simpsons where he's gold and he's massive and he's got all the rings on? Oh yeah, how can I? That's why I think of you as uh, you're all your shite trophies.
1: It's such a weird little obsession. I mean, like achievements in general, or you know, and chasing that stuff, and then it's such a weird meta game on top of it all, right? Where it's just like you know, just like in the game, I like to see uh my numbers go up right i want to level up i want to get my most xp to see that stupid playstation bar fill up yeah. and like for that one hit of you know uh endorphins i'm like cool that was yeah. nice and I, then i never think about it again
2: i'm glad that they updated the playstation to have the list now instead of the the uh, oh my god, those, god oh it, my it god because that was such control. a pain in the ass the yeah. PlayStation 5, so yeah, bad kidding. i was playing mass effect 3 to try and get the platinum and keep having to go back to that and then oh good so But regardless, uh, I'm very happy for uh, people on Epic Games Store um, or or, are sad that it's happening.
1: (laughs) And or sad. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you are for Epic. Congratulations and or we're sorry for you. Uh, (laughs) But for now, I'm never sorry for people who go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. On patreon.com slash kind of funny games, you can write in to be part of the show. You can get the show with the exclusive post show we do. But most important for right now, you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, Greg Way, here's a word from our sponsors.
0: This episode of the podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Picture this. It's been a long week. You're glued to your couch. You're in your pajamas. In fact, you haven't seen your real clothes in weeks. And then it happens, your stomach rumbles. But don't get off your couch. Why don't you treat yourself tonight with something from DoorDash? DoorDash brings you what you want to eat right now, right to your door. But you also get groceries and other essentials delivered with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items in under an hour. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood's go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle. Chipotle and Cheesecake Factory. Snowbike Mike loves DoorDash. He loves nothing more than getting his iced chai lattes delivered to him every morning so he can be fresh and ready to go for the day's work. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code GAMES2021. That's 25% off up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code GAMES2021. Don't forget, that's code GAMES2021 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. We are also brought to you by Honey. I'm about to blow your mind. Did you know there's a wrong way to shop online? I got news for you, buddy. If you're not shopping with Honey, you've been doing it wrong. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best ones it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online and is super, super easy to use. Say you're shopping on one of your favorite sites and you go to checkout, the Honey button will drop down and all you gotta do is click apply coupons and wait as Honey works its magic looking for codes it can use for that site. If it finds a working coupon, you'll watch the price drop. Kevin and Tim use Honey all the time, especially now as we're ramping up the new studio. They're never not shopping online without Honey because they like saving money, and I like when they save me money. It's great. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. We never recommend something we don't use here personally, so get Honey for free at joinhoney.com games. That's joinhoney.com games we're also brought to you by american giant american giant does a lot more than make the greatest hoodie ever made which is already kind of a big deal that's why they produce everything in america with the added bonus of getting to obsess over every single detail of their clothing at every step american giant began with the belief that local makes better every detail matters and the clothes you wear every day should be beautiful and durable The folks over at American Giant call themselves that because they know the power of supporting local manufacturers, communities, and workers. Tim is a hoodie fanatic, and he swears by these American Giant hoodies. He loves this company, and you will too. But hey, guess what? They didn't stop at the greatest hoodie ever made. They expanded well beyond it, continuing to revolutionize your everyday wardrobe and leaving things better than they were before. Explore American Giant's collection of durable essentials at American-Giant.com. And you get 20% off when you use the code KFGD at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com, promo code KFGD.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Guess what? We have breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. Don't act surprised, Tam. I'm pissed off. You did this. You didn't even warn me. Uh, we go to GameSpot.com where Tamor Hussein writes, while in the middle of the show, Ghost Recon Frontline is Ubisoft's <laughs> new Battle Royale shooter. <laughs> Ubisoft has announced Ghost Recon Frontline, a new entry in its tactical shooter series that moves the gameplay in a new but familiar direction. Developed by Ubisoft... Uh, Buka- Hold on. I believe in you. Ubisoft Bucharest uh, frontline is a large scale PVP shooter uh, that carries the tactical heritage of the shooter, but implements in it or it in a first person uh, multiplayer experience. The standard gameplay mode in frontline expedition pits 100 players against each other in small teams of three person squads. Uh, their objective is to find crucial Intel and extract it, but must contend with the other squads to do so. The action takes place on the island of Drakemore, uh, which was described as being 4 by 4 kilometers in size and features four distinct biomes and 20 landmarks. Kevin, as a dumb American, uh, 4 by 4 kilometers. What do you think of that? That big, that small? What do you think? I mean, that's more than I'd
3: like to walk. You remember it, (laughs) what? That's
1: That's, that's a great way of doing it. That's a great way (laughs) of describing it. I like that. All right, then, good Anyways, enough. According to Ubisoft, a key part of the experience is putting together and developing your team of contractors, which is the name of soldiers in Frontline. Players will start with two of them, but are able to hire new ones, customize them, and evolve their capabilities. Contractors are bases based on classes, and thus far, three have been confirmed. Uh, Tam, so did you get to see this? What happened here?
2: Yeah, so I saw, I saw it, um, um, a kind of like trailer slash presentation about it um, early. And uh, the one thing that's re- I wrote towards the end of the arc or that they wanted to make play, it's very early in development, which okay. um, makes me feel like it's kind of a reactive project to what's going on to the current trend, which is Battle Royale shooters are very big. Um The, the most noticeable thing that a lot of P- Ghost Recon fans are going to immediately pick up on is the fact that it doesn't look or it doesn't seem paced like a Ghost Recon game. Ghost Recon games, as you know, traditionally are... Uh, third person, very slower paced. Let's plan, uh, let's plan the attack, yeah. let's get outside, scoop it out. Yeah, plan your work, work your plan. That is the gameplay of it. Whereas mm-hmm. this is a first person shooter, and it feels like Ubisoft saw Call of Duty Warzone doing gangbusters and was like, We need one of those, and gotcha. that is what we're kind of going towards here. Having said that, it definitely has some interesting elements. It has the um. It has a, a gameplay mechanic um, that allows a certain uh, characters to call in drops, and they can be things like okay. weapons and uh, armor and that kind of stuff. But it can also be stuff like a sniper tower or um, a, a you know deployable cover and that kind of stuff. So it allows you to def- not deform, but like um, add st- new strategic considerations to the battlefield on the fly. Outside of that, fundamentally, it feels like a traditional first-person shooter. Um, they talked about moving it to first-person so that they could build immersion. And I think it would have been braver if they tried to do something like a Battle Royale, 100 people from the traditional f- a Ghost Recon style third-person with a little bit more tactics. Sure, um, But, you know, uh, uh, this is what they went for. There's nothing in here that makes me think, oh, that's amazing. That looks really cool. I'm excited for that and ubisoft has a pretty spotty track record for throwing out um you know battle royale games and then bailing on them the moment they don't seem to to
1: um yeah. do really well they had that one
2: hyper hyperscape i Sounds think right, it was i was remember cool. seeing
1: it at PAX all the time they were doing stuff for it.
2: yeah it came out and then the following week just ubisoft were like what are you talking about
1: <laughs> no, I <don't> know <laughs> we it never, I never that. Happened. that happened. Yeah. We didn't make that game. We didn't um, do that at
2: all. But like, yeah, this it is what it
1: is. Um,
2: but I'm for open, th- open to seeing it. For this
1: to one, it? you said it's a, a ways out. Did they talk about? Is it free to play? Is it are they chasing that model? They
2: they didn't talk about um model. um They just said like we're super early. We're listening. There, there's a uh, there's a beta or not a beta. There's a play test coming um, okay. for Europe that you can sign up for now. And they talked about how they want to be molded. You know, they want it to be molded by the players which getting real tired of developers saying hey help us make our game but you know here we are um Fair enough. If it works, it works. I guess it works for this this genre. They're the getting real sick of
1: you guys saying the game sucks. This way it's your fault. You know what I mean? I have in the chat Yusuf McGeed from Ubisoft saying it is free to play. It has been confirmed free to play. It
2: is free to play. Thank you, uh, y- uh, Yusuf, our local Ubisoft rep.
1: It's one of those things he works at Ubisoft, so I think we can believe him, but this is also a man who says a McGriddle's better than a McMuffin, so I don't know like yeah. this is but, that's an opinion i guess that's a fact that you think we can trust him probably but not, no. i tr-
2: I trust yusuf with my life so um, oh, i'm gonna that. take him on this huh. yeah I and I tr- i'm gonna trust him about the McGriddle stuff as don't well don't do that don't damn don't do that okay right. i can't eat any of them they're all haram okay when that. is mcdonald's gonna make food available for me and people like me that's all i'm saying you know consider can you that not just order it without the stuff or but order i guess no, it's just pointless. What's the yeah. point? They can do that. That's this is why I was devastated when the fillet of fish just got bounced out so early. It's the one thing I can consistently enjoy. Absolutely disgusting behavior. I
1: got a bunch of fillet fish gift cards here that nobody wants. So if you want them, oh mate, I will absolutely them. take those. Okay. 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 Um, Number four in the rope report, uh, EA is reversing its Battlefield upgrade plan. This is Hiram Crier over at Games Radar. Uh, Battlefield 2042 will offer new—I'm sorry, free new gen upgrades to anyone who purchases the standard digital edition of the game, changing a previous stance on upgrades. EA will now offer anyone a free new gen upgrade of Battlefield 2042 if they purchase the standard digital edition of the shooter on PS4 or Xbox One. This means that those purchasing the game digitally on either platform are guaranteed a PS5, Xbox Series X, or Series S version of Battlefield 2042 at any time. This is actually a big change from EA's previous stance on new-gen upgrades for the new shooter. Previously, Battlefield 2042 only included new-gen upgrades for those who purchased the gold edition of the game, which retailed for $100. However, right now, nothing has been announced for those who purchase physical editions of Battlefield 2042. EA hasn't yet elaborated on what this change in policy means for physical owners, and right now it appears as though owners of a physical copy of Battlefield 2042 might very well have to still shell out the 100 bucks for the aforementioned gold edition to bag a new-gen update. Cam. Why is it never easy? Why is it never? Why, why is I was it not just, just thinking that,
2: why you got to make this so okay. confusing? Like, transitions to a new genre are hard enough as is. Why do they have to come along and make it even more complicated? And, like, I am i don't want to be conspiracy theorists and be like, oh, they're nickel and diming people, but... They're
1: they're, they're doing it to push you to digital where they make more yeah, money. Yeah, where they
2: make more money. And, like, the thing that is really annoying is... You just create animosity with this situation. Like there's no, the only thing you're doing is making people kind of turn against you and you're changing the conversation to be from, hey, Battlefield 2042 seems interesting to Battlefield 2042 is that game where I don't know how to buy it and have the version I want. And that becomes the dominant discussion around your, your brand new game. A game which is like following a few shaky entries in the franchise and really needs to hit and really needs to hit hard right now. Like polluting that well with some nonsense, confusing kind of path of progression for upgrades is just, this is baffling. Like I don't understand it.
1: Yeah. And it's such a, one of those total, you know, one step forward, two steps back thing of like on paper, the headline, awesome. This is great. This is a pro consumer move. And then it's like, well, not for the physical edition. Like what the fuck? Like what the fuck?
2: Yeah. And like, like I said, the main thing for me is just like, You're just detracting from people talking about the game. And instead, now that the conversation is about the business model. And And it's such a classic EA biff. They do this constantly.
1: Why not bungle this, right? Yeah, and it's it's exactly what you're talking about, where it seems like every time people have talked about Battlefield 2042, it's been positive. In terms of gameplay, what I've seen from the trailers, it looks impressive. And so, yeah, why get in the way of that? And why keep making this more and more? cluttered
2: yeah and i hate, hate to keep taking it back to battlefront but like i don't understand how they haven't learned a lesson where it's like complicated like money mechanisms in game is gonna cause problems for you regardless yeah. like you've they keep flirting with it and it's just like just learn your lesson just learn your lesson and and like this is a massive franchise if you're gonna do it with any franchise don't do it with Battlefield. It needs to be a simple entry point because Call of Duty is whooping your ass right now. Apex Legends, another game that you own, is like massive right now. You got Fortnite. You have so many competitors right now. Don't run into the room and then immediately throw yourself out the window. It just doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, don't give ammunition, right? Don't give yeah, ammunition to exactly. your enemies, let alone your audience. It's like, oh, maybe I'll try this new battle f- uh, battlefield. And they're like, oh, well, it's traditionally yeah. Here they are yeah. trying to gouge, trying yeah. to do this. Now speaking of traditional, let's go to number five. Konami is in the news again. Uh Konami's having a contest to make some new games with its classics franchise. We're gonna read from IGN Japan. Konami has announced an indie game contest that actively asks small developers to make games based on some of its classic series, including Gradius, uh Gan uh, Ganbar Ganbare
2: Goemon
1: thank you very much and many more Uh, Konami's action and shooting game contest asks indie creators to plan and develop new action games and shooters based on past Konami titles the rules allow for creators to make remakes or sequels they can pick out a single character or mechanic from a past title or even can uh, change or combine genres uh, that may not have been in the originals through the collaboration of indie creators and Konami uh, these new works uh, could potentially become commercial products the contest is sponsored by Konami and held in cooperation with Shueisha uh, Game Creators Camp, a project to support game developers. The contest begins September 30th and will run through January 6, 2022. Konami's uh, specified 80 different games for creators to reimagine, including games from Gradius, uh, Star Soldier, Twin B, Tam. Yep,
2: Gambaré Goemon.
1: oh come on with more gusto you nailed it the first
2: time thank
1: you nightmare and others uh it comes at an interesting time for konami as a whole a recent report says the company is beginning to refocus on its owned series and is becoming more open to allowing third parties to develop games within them while konami itself is apparently handling new games for castlevania metal gear solid and silent hill uh this contest seems to allow some of its lesser known or more cult favorite series to reemerge through different means the grand prize for the contest is two million yen and konami will offer to publish works uh, that can be commercialized commercialized in addition to investing up to 30 million yen in development funds for commercialized projects uh, konami will provide supervision production advice and uh, support regarding localization promotion and development equipment tam is this a cool idea or a weird idea i think it's a great idea i think it's a really yeah.
2: cool idea i wish they kind of i hope it's the first part of um kind of like a ongoing a campaign not campaign but like um initiative for them Mainly because, like of these, I think there's maybe a couple that people will be really interested in. I think mean, Gamba Gamba Goemon is like big. Goemon is a big character in in Japan at the very least, maybe in Asia as a whole. And outside of Japan, I think the only real kind of contenders are Gradius being top of the list, and then maybe Twin B and Star Soldier after that. I don't. I'm not sure how many people really know Nightmare. So it's it's a a really interesting uh, kind of uh, initiative with some low risk franchises being put out there um i hope that it works out i think there could be some really interesting um ideas coming in from from indie developers for a bunch of these i hope it works and i hope it's successful with them and then i hope the next stage is we have Castlevania, if anyone wants it. Now they're and then, doing that. They're holding know, on to
1: that tight. You know they're
2: not. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Like, I would love to see, you know, Konami's in a weird spot right now Incredible where they, weird. yeah, I, I, I want them to lean into this kind of mentality where they, they they obviously are in a position where they can't make games themselves entirely but I would love for them to start making connections. They've got the IPs, go out there and speak to different developers and be like, hey, can you make this game for us and take Castlevania 2 from software is all I'm saying. (laughs)
1: your mouth to god's ears right yeah i think it's a cool idea uh for me it's i wonder what the scope they're looking for right because of course the grand prize is two million yen which is about eighteen thousand dollars uh but then their their konami will offer to publish works that can be commercialized in addition to investing up to 30 million yen which is two hundred seventy thousand dollars. which sounds pretty small (laughs) for Hmm. you're trying to make a game but i mean i guess there, he might be defining indie in a very specific eight-bit way. That that's what they're looking for and what they're trying for, and that's totally their you know prerogative. But uh, I yeah. want to make sure. Yeah, uh, what does I mean, that work out? And how much are the developers getting out of the game they start publishing?
2: Yeah, that's those. Are, but like then again, interesting games have been made on a lot less. Of course, so of course. Knows? And like, unlike and you, we're, like we said, we're not expecting much out of. We're not expecting like amazing things out of Star Soldier and and Twin Bee, but. Oh. I don't Let's know. I feel like yourself. that. Yeah, you're a big Twin B fan. It has love Twin B, um, love Jolly B, love Twin That was exactly the same. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think like maybe that's enough in their mind to do like a Gradius thing or even a Gambardengo on something or another. And you never know, like, if they see some things pop in and they're like, maybe we should sink some more money into it. This could be it could be a way to kind of like that. That amount of money feels also like it's put in place as a upper limit to kind of like. Keep, their, their, um, keep the scope of the project relatively uh, under
1: control. For sure. Yeah. And that would be a great way to do it, obviously. So be interested to see what people can do with that in these classic Konami franchises. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number six and final on Europa Report for Tuesday. uh, No more money on the PS3 and Vita stores. This is George Yang at GameSpot.com. Sony has announced that starting on October 27th, players can no longer use credit or debit cards, as well as payment methods such as PayPal, in order to purchase digital content or add funds to the PlayStation Store on PS3 or PlayStation Vita systems. If users want to continue purchasing PS3 and Vita content digitally, uh, then sufficient funds need to be added to their account in other ways. PlayStation Store gift cards are one example. Additionally, credit or debit cards and systems like PayPal will still work on desktop, mobile, PS4, and PlayStation 5 versions of the PlayStation Store, so users can add funds through those and then subsequently use them to purchase digital content on PS3 and Vita. If certain games have in-game stores, such as if if certain games have an in-game store, content such as DLC is still purchasable through them, but users will still need to pay using wallet funds on the PlayStation Store. So as usual, Tam, remember they made a big brouhaha. They were going to close mm-hmm. down the stores. People were like, please don't do that. They're like, all right, we reversed the decision. But guess what? It's still going to be complicated if you want to try to get in there and buy stuff if you're still playing your Vita games.
2: Yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't know. I feel like I feel like they should just make make all the Vita games like ridiculously cheap and just be like, just buy all these
1: now, please. And that was going to be the hope if they were going to shut down the store, right? I would have yeah, loved to have seen them do that. That yeah. would have
2: been amazing. Yeah, yeah. I... I mean, like, it's been a while since I've bought anything on any of those consoles. It's just a real shame that it, the, the, one of the reasons people are so adamant that these need to be, like, accessible and easy to make make them accessible is because they're modern, like, preservation. Like, these games are inaccessible on other, four uh, current systems. And... I feel like Sony should be more pressure should be put on Sony to do its part and make PlayStation 3 games more available and make PlayStation Vita games more available. I mean, like PS TV was an amazing first step. Like, I, I, it's a real shame that they didn't capitalize on where that was going and put more into it. Um, I would love like if you own a PS Vita TV, uh, like it's it's like gold dust now. But that thing is pretty amazing. Um, I would love it if they figured out a way to make you know these Vita games playable on current hardware make
1: an adapter yep. plug it in your playstation yeah 5 exactly 4. exactly yeah. how
2: that bring back weird adapters
1: sony right yeah know we, sure. take a page out of the nintendo's book yeah. right give me all make, those weird ass adapters make
2: one less camera make one less tv this year and put that money into <laughs> into like a good adapter for playstation uh via games and everyone will just buy it
1: it'll be it'll be amazing nobody would buy it but a lot of people would buy it but not a lot of people did not y'all y'all fucked us over on the vita you could have helped us you could have supported us we could yeah. all be playing Vita 2 right now, having a great time, but you all want to.
2: Like, I've got like five of those damn things, so I see? did my part. Me and
1: Tam did our part. Where were you, ladies and gentlemen? Where huh? were you? Where were Disgusting. you? Yeah. Now Tam, now, I,
2: now I can't play Metal Gear Acid. That's a PSP. That's thing. on you
1: about. right now, yeah. Peter. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Out, You hear me, Peter? It's on you that you, Tam can't play Metal Gear Acid. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Tam, I'm excited to see what you can play next, but same games so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, what came to the mama Grab Shops? Where do I go? You will go to
2: the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily
1: show host each and every weekday. Yeah. Yeah. Now, here's here's where we're going to go in the live chat right now. Page Nitro 39 says, I wasn't alive. Nitro 39. My child has not come out of gen yet. I've already bought all this Ghostbuster crap for him. Where were your parents? Why aren't your parents supporting the PlayStation Vita, huh? Where were they when we needed? Where were they when Uncharted Golden Abyss came out? Where were they when Severed came out? Where were they when Shuhei Yoshida had a 3G Mm. Vita Mm. and was putting up photos on Twitter? You need to talk to your parents.
2: I have a Commodore 64. I've got a ZX Spectrum. I own a Sega CD. Those were not consoles that I was alive to, to, to play. But I did my part.
1: Do yours. Nitro, all right? Your parents sicken me. Go tell them that. Go in there and say, why was I raised wrong? and put up a tiktok and people understand uh out today totally accurate battle simulator is on xbox uh, uh game pass uh cloud console and pc uh exophobia is on ps5 or playstation all around xbox all around switch and pc nickelodeon all-star brawl is on playstation all around xbox all around switch and pc Alan wake remastered is on playstation all around xbox all around and pc super monkey ball banana mania is on playstation all around xbox all around and switch rainbow billy the curse of the leviathan is on ps4 xbox one switch and pc jet the forest Shore is on PlayStation all around and PC. BPM bullets per minute is on PS4, Xbox One. Puzzle Bobble 3D Vacation Odyssey is on PlayStation all around. Lego Marvel Superheroes is on Switch. Agatha Christie. Oh God, this thing. Hercule Hercule Poirot. Pra- f- oh, you were so close. I Gary yelled at me so much and made me say it a bunch of times, and I already forgot. I'm sorry. What what how I say it? Oh, Gary definitely
2: Poirot. Poirot.
1: Yeah, Hercule Poirot.
2: Hercule Poirot.
1: Pra- Hercule
2: The First Cases is
1: on Switch. Uh, Our main Switch is on Switch. Uh, Rims Racing is on Switch. Hotel Magnet is on PC. Puzzle Bible 3D Vacation Odyssey launches today on PS5, PS4, and PlayStation VR. Unravel the Mystery of Zero and Knockout uh, City Season 3 Hacked starting today uh the quick draw club number four is now available offering red dead online players the chance to earn the dunster outfit uh ibarra variant of the mauser pistol and much more also today through october 8th <laughs> players who defend blackwater from waves of incoming bandits and call to arms will earn 50 percent more red dead online money and xp you like that one tam
2: i tried i tried I, I, I a moment i was like i don't know what language he's speaking anymore <laughs>
1: I'm such an idiot. From October 8th through 11th, McFarland's Ranch will now offer the same bonus payout. Uh, the Falconeer soars uh, to the cloud on Stadia today. Killing Floor 2, Days of the Zed Halloween update brings cowboys and zombies to PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox today. Uh, new dates for you. Uh, the Tetris, 99 25th, maximus cup kicks off on october 8th and runs until october 11th it's monster hunter rise themed uh, dread hunger is set to launch on pc november 10th fox goes hunting is coming to steam october 8th forgive me father launches in early access october 26th <laughs> lord uh 007's aston martin valhalla will be available in rocket league beginning october 7th on all platforms Deals of the day for you. We have new Xbox Game Pass updates for you. Coming to the service on October 7th, you get the Procession to Calvary, uh, cloud console PC. Then you get Visage, cloud console PC. October 12th, we'll see Back for Blood, fuck yeah, cloud console Mm. PC. Destiny 2 Beyond Light on PC. Uh, October 14th gives you Ring of Pain, Cloud, Console, and PC, and the Rift Breakers, Cloud, Console. I'm sorry, Cloud, PC, and Xbox Series XS. Uh, and then on October 15th, The Good Life, Cloud, Console, and PC. Damn. How about a Ring of Pain
2: for a few weeks now?
1: Hey, oh, we get it checked out. You know what I mean? Oh. Stop eating spicy food. Uh, yeah. We ask people watching live to go to patreoncom kind of funny games and support us and help us out and get the show ad free and write in with their own questions and write in with their own squad ups. And speaking of squad up, Gregway jeremiah <laughs> jeremiah is his name then he puts parentheses helpful but with an x and then he says it's helpful with an x all right uh jeremiah writes in saying he's help on pc uh league of legends print xbox is the same name and then his username is helpful but it's an x so help f xl helpful with an x uh good morning afternoon here in eastern time best time i'm looking for best friends to play uh with me on league for fun or if you want to carry me on rank uh plat for play any role also on xbox helpful is my gamer tag much love to you and everyone heart helpful with an x ladies and gentlemen if you want to go play league of legends with helpful aka jeremiah We ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kindofunny.com slash you're wrong. Tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, uh, roostreet.com and podcast services around the globe. That is not a you're wrong. That is not a you're wrong. That is not a you're wrong nothing wrong i'll give this this isn't a you're wrong but i appreciate it nanobiologist writes in it says for comparison call of duty Warzone's map is nine kilometers by nine kilometers so ghost recon's map will be less than half the size of that kevin Kevin still ain't walking it kevin ain't walking it kevin ain't walking it. you can say as small as it is kevin ain't excited to walk it um kebabs tried to write in with breaking news that was already in the show not as breaking news so kebabs you are wrong no okay then he okay okay cool kebabs corrects himself it says and greg just read it out i shall not present my No, no, we're not going to read that. We're not going to read that. No. (laughs) (laughs) I want to read that. I'm going to. It's already deleted. It's gone now. Don't worry about that. Uh, Oh, okay. Hold on now. And then Boars in 00 says, hey, there is some clarification on the Battlefield thing. Next gen thing. It's from IG. He just gives me a link. I'm putting it into Twitter. And it says, update. EA has clarified that the dual entitlement feature will only feature as part of the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X versions of Battlefield 2042.
2: See, now what you've done is, now we need to explain to the people that we've already told this is happening, that is not happening, and now we need to re-explain the entire thing to them. So you've made it complicate even more by undoing the bad thing that you did in the first place.
1: Uh, the update reads, EA has clarified that the dual entitlement feature will only feature as part of the PlayStation and Xbox Series X/S Battlefields of 2042. As such, even if you currently only have a previous generation console... You should purchase the new generation version of Battlefield 2042 should you want to make the upgrade system. Fucking hell. Cancel the game. Just cancel the game. Fucking God damn it! How did you make this worse? How now did you from make scratch. it worse?
2: Not from scratch of a new game, and don't do this again. That's what I say.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What a sh- That's a fucking stupid-ass decision. God damn it, EA. For a second i was like all right you're at least moving in the right direction what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? god damn it <laughs> sort your lives out here ladies and gentlemen that's the end of this show tomorrow blessing and andy will be hosting thursday it'll be me and tim unless my baby comes friday it'll be me and blessing unless my baby comes if you're watching live on twitch right now twitch.tv slash kind of funny games of course uh guess what up next is far cry 6 with nick and mike they're starting a campaign they're jumping in seeing what's up with that uh, of course if you missed that live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you can go to youtube.com kind of funny plays where we put up all of our stream archives and have fun there if that wasn't enough streaming fun and or archive fun for you remember bless and andy are taking part in pandas all-star nickvitational a huge nickelodeon all-star brawl tournament featuring a bunch of big youtubers and streamers that is happening today at noon pacific twitch.tv slash panda global of course if you're watching later you can catch the archive on twitch.tv slash panda global tam where can people keep up with you
2: you can find me on tomorrow uh, h you can check out my work on gamespot.com or giantbomb.com or you can follow me on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash tomorrow
1: you did a great job Tim. i
2: like working with you thank you i appreciate it thanks for having me on i always appreciate being like oh anytime you know that i love you
1: uh and <laughs> gentlemen we're not done yet me and tam we're gonna go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and record a post show that you can catch there later but if you're not coming with us until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you